Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, I get the thumbs up from Eddie, so we rock and roll on a Monday. What's up, Al? We are rolling, Jerry. I got a, uh, do you know that Dear Abby is still a thing? No, I did not know. Do you remember, like... Who's Abby? Uh, well, I, I think it's a, f- a fake person now, but it used to be Ann Landers and Abby Landers. They used to have two separate columns where you would write into the newspaper and right. uh, and ask for advice. They still do it. Was there a Dear Ann as well? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Dear oh. Abby and Dear Ann. Hmm. Um, I used to enjoy it in the, when newspapers were the only way we had of getting information. I, I used to enjoy reading it because it would be like some sort of etiquette question or things. And it's still happening. And an alert listener and higher up here at Odyssey. Oh, someone here. Someone here sent this to me because they asked if I wrote the question. <laughs> so I'm going to read you the question. And then I'm going to ask what you would do and what Dear Abby said to do. Oh, I like this. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's a short. Uh, Dear Abby, I have a handyman doing work on my home. I noticed that when he uses the bathroom, he is in there a while and going number two. My anxiety levels are through the roof. Do I tell him anything and what should I say? Nervous lady in California wrote that. So what would you do, Jerry? aging man in Bradley Beach. <laughs> Bald fella in Bradley Beach. <laughs> I wouldn't do anything. That doesn't bother me like it bothers you. Yeah. Do I like it? No. Right. At the end of the day, the toilet is there for that reason. And what is he supposed to do? So that actually is somewhat uh, what uh, Abby says. She writes, Dear Nervous Lady in California, may I share a truism? When we got to go, we got to go. If your handyman leaves the bathroom in the same condition when he exits as when he goes in there, you have nothing to be anxious about. Couldn't agree more. Be gracious, and when you need a handyman, there will always be someone willing to help you. I agree. Yeah, I had the situation when I was in Basking Ridge, and I was getting a countertops put I on. I remember. Some dude went into my my bedroom bathroom. That Now, see, that's a little different. Now, I don't know if, if I think, I, I'm thinking I was doing renovations at the time, and maybe my other bathroom was not functioning. Oh, that's different? Okay, right. that's fair. And he went in, and he was in there. 25 minutes. Yeah. And when he came out, it stunk, Jerry. Well, that's but what they make air freshener for. He did leave the bathroom in the condition that he uh, found it. Yeah. I don't know what else you're supposed to do. Yeah. Unless you ask them to leave and go to Get McDonald's out. or something, right. which is really rude. That is rude. I, I would not. I would rather face the problem. Yes. Then that, that's than not be a rude. problem. Yes. Right. You're anxious about it. All I would tell you is leave then. Right, the problem is really me. I'm the one with the problem. Yes. Well, yeah, it's in a lot of cases, yes. Right. And in this <laughs> case, I think I would recognize it. Just like you had brought up that uh, somebody here at the radio station. This is 
This is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen, so and did, I can't even explain it. Did you see it? Yeah. W- when did you see it? Well, I went in there to use the urinal, as okay. they say. At, at what time would you say? Well, let's back up this for a morning. second. Let's back up for a second, because there's two stalls in that bathroom specifically that we're talking about. And two urinals. There's the big handicap one. It's a mm-hmm. huge stall, and then there's a regular one, and then the urinal. So I went in there at 7 o'clock this morning to use the urinal okay. to where there was a salesman using it. So I pushed the door open of the first one. And I, I literally said out loud, God damn, can anybody flush the toilet? It's disgusting. So I flushed the toilet. I backed up and I did the number one, as they say. Peed right and in the toilet. And then sat there and conversed with the sales guy about how disgusting that was. And he agreed. And then he proceeded to tell us how how much he enjoyed Friday. And it was a good conversation. So I didn't check that second one at that point. I went in at 9 o'clock or nine, maybe 9.15 because it was before I came in here. And I saw they had the wet floor thing. I said, oh, sorry, Yusuf, I'll, I'll go to the... He goes, no, 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 because you need the urinal. Go, you're fine. He goes, but the I don't understand these people. I said, what's the matter? I said, what now? And he goes, nothing. He goes, not your problem. I said, no, I, I'm asking you. I'm not asking... I'm not not a problem. I'm asking you what's going on because I hate when people don't clean up after themselves. He goes, I've never seen anything like this. He goes, there was stuff on the walls. I'm like, what kind of stuff? He goes, here, I'll show you. He goes, I took a picture. I couldn't believe it. He took a photo? Yeah. <clears throat> Oh he goes, because no one would believe me. And I agree. If I told you that there was crap on the walls, it looks like someone smeared it. it what do we? Like it's they were squatting down to use the toilet and it shot it out prior? No, it looks like someone smeared it on the walls. That's what it looked like. Good and it was God. on the floor, he said. Like, what the hell? I don't even know what to say. Terrible. Just terrible. That is terrible. So that could have been there earlier. I don't know. Right. You didn't check that that this, spot. This, oh, heinous. That is, that is a heinous crime. <clears throat> I hope we get to some point in life where we would all have these kind of kits on us and you could do a swab and immediately tell whose poop it was and then we can yell at them. You may get that. I don't know if we'll be alive to see it, but at some point you may have that. Jerry, I want to live to see that. Well... Start living first. Like if we would have we would have uh, taken a sample and sent it into that poop in a box colo guard, could they, they tell us who it us was? The DNA of who it was. Yeah, I don't know about that. That'd be cool. You want to go swab it? No, yeah, me neither. I do not want to swab it. Right. Hmm. Uh, one thing. This is sports related. I should have brought this up on the actual uh, warm up program. Yeah. You know they were making a, a big deal pregame about the Tom Brady's T shirt that he wore. No, I didn't actually. Okay, so he had on a T-shirt, and on the back of the T-shirt, it was his picture from ninth grade. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see that. That's right. It says, like, greatness lasts forever or something. But the the video they were using and showing him was him walking into the stadium. Mm -hmm. And he had to go through security with his bag. They all do. Tom Brady? In Tampa? Everybody that walks into a stadium must go through. Well, what if a guy's having a bad day? Well, I agree with you. Yeah, the chances are minuscule. Well, I'll ask you this: like, like um, when they get on a chartered plane, are they going through security? Uh that depends on the company. Yeah, I can tell you. With Rutgers, I would say we probably have to go through private security. Not every time. That's no. It's not every time, but it's most of the time. Yeah. You're right, though. What if someone was having a bad day? What if Tom Brady was like, "Yeah, I'm going to shoot the Green Bay Packers today? I will tell you when it's basically just us, meaning just the players and the two or three radio staff and no one else, we don't. But if there's anyone from the outside, even just one person, everyone goes through security. Well, I would say out of the if – we, if we – Use the if we fly twenty times in a season, eighteen times in a season. We probably do security fifteen of them at least. Oh, all right, it's a lot. So for the most, so it doesn't. Uh, no one's like, what are we doing here? Going through security. People no. are used to it now. No, everyone. No one's. No one gets it. Like, no, it's fine. Yeah, totally. I just thought that was odd seeing Tom Brady going through security. A different at, time, uh, you know, Raymond James Stadium. It's it's different, right? Because what if the Taliban hired Tom Brady? I'm just saying. Not likely, but is Not there likely. a zero 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 point one percent chance that could happen? There of course is. there is a chance anything could happen. Correct. 
got to be safe. You got to be very safe. I actually like to see. I like to hear that. You like that? That's good. Takes them two seconds. That's true. It was very quick. There's no reason not to. It wasn't like they stripped them down. Have you seen this thing? This is going to be right up your alley. Let me Google this well, to perfect. make sure. I love things up my alley. Yeah, no, 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 because <laughs> this is weird. So my little guy tells me this, and I'm like, knock it off. Stop it, stop it, stop it. There is this. It's in Newsweek, too. So All right. This is where this is not. I'm going to read you a headline. All right. And I will tell you that my son, my 12-year-old, Joseph, told me about this on Friday, and I laughed him out of the car. Because you thought it was fake news, said? Uh, stupid, yeah. Okay. He, we passed a Tesla. He goes, is that a Tesla? I'm like, it is. He goes, have you ever driven on by a cemetery and saw ghosts? I said, what? He goes, that's a thing, you know. I'm like, no, it's not. Knock it off. Okay. This is uh, Newsweek. Today, the headline, Ghostbuster. Chills as video shows Tesla detects people in empty cemetery. And the theory is a uh, car picked up a pedestrian in a cemetery when no one was visible. Now, this got, I guess, went viral on TikTok and everything. Okay. So the clip captured the dashboard display, which intermittently showed a pedestrian on the right walking in various directions. The person holding the camera kept panning up to show there was no one there as the car slowly moved through the graveyard. The clip was shared in March, and the caption was, All the spirits came out today. Um, So I guess there's some sort of video screen in the Tesla. Mm -hmm. It's a giant video screen in the Tesla. Right. And that their cameras that are on the Tesla, because there's cameras all around the car. Are picking up spirits. Wow. And ghosts. That is awesome. Now, again, I don't buy it, but I would like to see it. And I actually would like to rent a Tesla now and try it. Yeah, that is cool. Newsweek wrote about it. Yeah. And that's a real publication. So if I, if, let me ask you, you have headsets on, right? I do. Although that might not be potted up. All right, so I'm video. I'm take, I'm checking out the video right now. Yeah. And I will tell you, it shows... I will go on YouTube and look for that later. 100%. It shows a man walking, and there's no man in sight. Was it a ghostly-looking man, or it looks like... It's a, a man. It's, just a, it's like a human figure. It looks like a human figure. That's all it Not ghostly. Like. Not, no. You can't see through the figure. Uh-uh. No. So I thought that was interesting. That I is very interesting. Right up your, I, meant, I actually meant to write it down, and I forgot about yeah. it. Yeah. And so this started as a thing last year. That is cool. I've never heard of that. Tesla can spot ghosts in cemetery. <laughs> would you, so, okay, so you're telling me if you got a hold of a Tesla, you rented a Tesla, you would drive it slowly through a cemetery? I would. Just to check it out? I would, and there's one very close to where I live. Not around the corner, but, I mean, within five minutes, I would drive it around. What if you uh, pulled into your driveway and you saw the... the then I'd be figure. a believer. Yeah. I think I'd probably be a believer at that point. I'm not. I don't know how real this is, but it's interesting. It's very interesting. Peaks my interest. Yes. So, I don't know. I'd like to hear from Tesla owners who've seen spirits. Give me and the a call. Reason, and the reason why I need to see it myself, so, like, here's one. This one is from someone else from 2021. Okay. Where there are multiple people walking around. And they're in a cemetery as well? Yeah. A video of Tesla driving slowly through a graveyard is going viral because it looks like the car's the car's collision detection program is spotting ghosts. Uh, in the clip, the driver has a camera pointed at the interior dash screen that detects and displays objects that the car could potentially collide with when on autopilot. Usually it shows pedestrians and animals and is meant to keep the motorist aware of their surroundings. In the viral video taken in a graveyard, the system seemingly detects several human shapes as well as a dog, all of which do not exist. I'm definitely checking this yeah. out. This is a good one I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to be doing around noon when I'm eating lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be looking for Tesla ghosts and graveyards. So here would be my question, though. They're walking around fine. Would the picture pick up bones? What do you mean? Human remains of freshly laid to rest people. That are still in its state. Like as we see them in like an open casket type yes. situation. And as opposed they're... to have been there for 20 years and have probably just disintegrated the bones. I don't know. 
Because in that case, I could totally see that the thing picks up some sort of image, even underground, and maybe there's just some auto sensor that makes them walk. Like, hey, there's a person. Right. But not necessarily someone walking around. I see. Because I don't buy that. I don't. I really don't. I guess we'd have to know does a Tesla, when it senses something, does it give you the sensor or does it show you an image of the actual thing or it's, not? Yeah, it's like a it's like a video game person. That's what it looks like. All right. I'm going to investigate this later, Jerry. So 100%. Check it out. 100%. It out. Yep. And then I'll give you one other one. Yeah. Did you see what NASA is doing today or this week? NASA? Where they, you've heard of NASA. Yeah, yeah. Um, where they are, they shot a missile into space a year ago and they have it on a collision course with an asteroid. That is not supposed to hit us, but it's what they're calling a uh, project to save the Earth. If, in fact, an asteroid is coming towards us, can they knock it slightly offline to where it will not collide with Earth in the future if and when that happens? They're doing that today? It's this week. I read it. It was on 60 Minutes. I saw it on the news last night, and I think it's supposed to make contact with the asteroid today. But what if even contacting the asteroid throws off the whole universe? Like, I don't know the answer. Like, to what that. if that asteroid, in order for this universe to work the way it works, sure, that asteroid has well, to be on its current course. But asteroids collide all the time. They do. Yeah, and they're and they're million. I think it was seven million miles above Earth. Like it's so far away. It took years for this thing to get to it. So we're not going to get showered with pieces of asteroid today. No, and that's what they actually don't want to happen. Oh, okay. Like they don't what they don't want to happen. It won't, and it won't because the missile that they sent up is small. It's just supposed to rock it slightly, just to knock it slightly off course to where it would miss the Earth and not come anywhere near us. They would never want to send something up big enough that would just basically explode the thing and then create fragments going in every which direction. Yeah, I don't want that. No, it would be no good. So that was interesting. Another space-related thing over the weekend, uh, in Florida, they launched the SpaceX, and it was visible throughout the United States. Okay. In fact... Uh, on the Bradley Beach Facebook group, multiple people took photos going, what is this flying above us? It looked like... A UFO. It could be a UFO. But it was... If you and if you didn't know that you that the SpaceX was visible... Right. Then you would have thought, as m- multiple people did, that people were taking photos going, what is this? Does anybody know what's flying in the air? So I don't know where people call when they think they see a UFO. Like, do people the UFO call... The- hotline. Like, do people call the police? I don't know. Let's see. And who if so, do you call if you see a UFO? Oh, good one, Jerry. If you see, a... I am sure the local police departments get calls about UFOs. Let's see. They must have got a ton of calls. There's a hotline, a UFO hotline. Yeah. There's a tip line. Oh, a tip line. No, but I uh, see. There's different tip lines for different places. This is one's from Syracuse. This one's for Utah. I don't know. I don't Utah. Know I, whatever. This one's in Arizona. I feel like they see weird things in Arizona all the time. Yeah, they do. Because I think you got you got uh, military bases. God knows what they're flying. You got drones all over the place testing things out. Right, That's the desert. The a lot goes on in the desert, Jerry. Yes. Ten things you should do if you encounter a UFO. <laughs> Run for your life. <laughs> film it, please. Someone film yeah, I, it. Well, I agree with that. Number one, remain calm. All right. Terrible number one. <laughs> number two, be objective. Probably not an extraterrestrial. No kidding. Number three, tape it. That's what you That's said, good, right? Yep. Now, number four, if you have a tape recorder, record your description of the event as it happens. All right. Okay, fair enough. Number five, if witnesses are present, ask them to write and record their own observations, but don't talk about it amongst each other. Number six, if the UFO left some, left some trace of a presence behind, do not disturb it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the alien just dropped his package off for me. Yeah, they issued a smear on the bathroom walls <laughs> <laughs> and immediately reported to a UFO research organization for investigation. That's reasonable. Nice. Or call, and number 10, call Joe Rogan. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I'd love to hear you on there. Yes. I don't know if you saw this over the weekend. I, I saw it uh, during the Mets A's game at the Oakland Coliseum, but evidently this happened in a number of baseball cities. A creepy-looking person sitting behind home plate with a creepy smile the whole game and a shirt on that said smile. Really? Yeah. Uh, In Oakland, it was a creepy woman. And it turns out there's a movie coming out, a horror movie called Smile, 
and the film company placed people in camera shots oh, I see. along the baseball, uh, along various baseball cities. Oh, I did see this. For this, yeah. I actually saw this when it was happening. Yeah, the one woman was really creepy, the yeah. one in the... Just odd. Yeah. It's like when they, you know, never mind. It's w- like when they would, Jerry. No, there was a uh, Friday night mm-hmm. with the Yankee game. There was one angle. So we were out. I was out to dinner with Kim and another couple. And so the we went to Barrel and Roost, actually, oh, nice. Friday night. Uh, Nicholas's Barrel and Roost. And they had the Apple TV, the, the Yankee game on. It was a huge screen. It was great. So after dinner, we went to the bar to watch the end of the game. And at one point, the angles that they were showing the on-deck hitter and they kept kind of going back to it. Now, we couldn't really hear the audio of it, but I said to my friend EJ, I'm like, they've got to be doing this on purpose because they kept going to the on-deck circle, and right behind the on-deck circle was a beautiful woman with big breasts and a low-cut black shirt. And it was like, what you didn't even realize you were looking at anybody on deck because her boobs popped. Like, it just was there on the screen. Now, that's a little different than your smile thing. But sometimes I wonder, like, do do they get those seats knowing they might be on camera? And do those producers, when they see that, go to that more times than they should? Because like, it's visually pleasing, I got to tell you. I'm going to say, the, yes, that they probably know they got those good seats and they'll be shown. So they wear I think the so too. sexy clothing. I think so, too. Wasn't there a girl, girl who used to go to the Brewers games and sit right behind, uh, I think it was the Brewers games. She would sit right behind home plate. Big cleavage out. I don't know. Yeah. I'm Who was sure it? Morgera? Was that her name? I don't remember. Where she used to run onto the field and give the big kiss oh, to the Morgana, Empire. Oh, the kiss band. That's it. That was like in the 70s and right. 80s. Maybe there was someone in Milwaukee, too. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. Let me see if you're interested in this, Jerry. This is a Netflix series. It is not a documentary. Kim actually said to me the other day, why do we even have Netflix anymore? Is that right? Nobody has logged in in weeks, if not months. I said, I don't know. Hmm. Meantime, I'm paying for it, and I think we're getting it with the cable, too, like an idiot. Right. You're getting Dumb. it free, and you're paying for it, and you're not watching either of them. No. Well, this is a miniseries, miniseries, that's based on a true story from Westfield, New Jersey, which I believe we've talked about on here. The name of the, the Netflix series, it's not out yet, but they put out, uh, it's coming on uh, October 13th. They put out a teaser for it. It's called The Watcher, and it's... Um, about this house in uh, Westfield, New Jersey, where this family moves in, mm-hmm. and they start getting letters from an anonymous source. We have talked about this saying before. that the, they're watching this house. Yep, and the people get scared and they leave, and they sell. Like, I'm interested in this. I would prefer it to be a documentary, but I think I would watch this. Okay, you in for this? I'm not. Quote, do you know the history of the house? I've been put in charge of watching you, says the letter. This message will not be the last. I am the watcher. Yeah. You're not watching it. No. I am. I don't have enough time in a day. I got plenty of time. To watch mindless TV. I search for it. (laughs) (laughs) Like yesterday, for instance. I sat down yesterday from 1 until 8 just watching football. Yeah. Now, I got up a couple of times to walk around, go outside, because I couldn't sit there. Yeah, you can't. But for the for seven hours, I was on the couch for a solid six of it, and I felt like a piece of garbage when You're I went right. upstairs. I just, and I'm like, I got to watch the Yankee game. I'm like, oh, crap, I missed judges first at bat. I thought the game started at 8, not Same, 7. So did I. I forgot they moved Sunday Night Baseball up to 7 o'clock. I was thinking 8.15. Yeah, no, they they started that months ago, actually, and oh, okay. I forgot. So then I'm like, oh, I got to watch some of this now, and I'm in bed. I'm like, my, what? I did nothing today. Like, nothing. I, I I can't do that. So today will be TV-free. I will not put the TV on until the Cowboy-Giant game, which I'm not working tonight. Oh, I, yeah. took, I took okay, off. Good. I can't. No, it's too much because the game ends, and then I still have 45 minutes in front of me of working. Then by the time you wrap up and clean up and you go up, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. I get up at 2.30. I'm like... <laughs> I just did it two weeks ago, so I asked my boss, I said, if you don't mind, I, twice in three weeks, I need a break. You don't want an hour and a half only sleep No, tonight? I don't. And I, listen, doesn't mean I'm not going to watch the game, but it gives me the ability, if the game's no good, or the Cowboys are blowing them out, or they're blowing out the Cowboys, whatever, in mid-third quarter, I can turn it off. Or if you doze off, no harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. I just So I'm not working the game tonight, but aside from that, at 
this will be a 100%. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. Yankees and Blue Jays, I'll start watching that at 7. Until then, it will be a right. TV-free day for me. Yeah, I even though I, I do get home and I walk the dog and at noon I'm, I could do whatever, I never put the television on until 7 o'clock. Oh, that's good. When, when do you watch all these shows then? Uh, during uh, when baseball games are airing. <laughs> but the, the, I don't watch a ton of shows. And the ones I watch, it takes me a lot. Like uh, if it's a hour and a half documentary, that'll yeah. take me probably three or four sittings to get through. Because you're watching. Yeah, I'll I watch until I start to doze off, then I shut it off. I find when I start watching a documentary I'm into, I find it hard to turn it off. Yeah, see, I always fall asleep, and I wish I didn't. Started at six. <laughs> I get conked out. No, you can't. Like to me, I can't start it during the day because I'll be like, "What are you doing?" Well, loser? good news for you. Right now, it's getting dark at six o'clock. That is good news. Yeah. Yeah, and the only thing, like for me, yesterday with the games and all, is having to take the dog out is the only thing that got me moving. Yeah. So in that way, it's it's, it's good to have that is the good. dog. I agree. Yesterday, she bad day. It. Physically. Yeah, it's tough. It ain't good. No. I agree. It ain't good. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. All right. And tomorrow on the warm-up program, starting at 5 a.m., we will be, we're going to kick off with, let me ask you this. With Daniel Jones live at 525? <laughs> we are not speaking oh. to him. What's the bigger story if if both of these happen tomorrow? Aaron Judge hits two home runs. Aaron Judge. Or the Giants blow out the Cowboys. Aaron Judge. Aaron okay, Judge. but we're spending a lot of time on the Giants as well. Okay, so it's one here's and the one thing: eight. if Aaron Judge breaks the record, the Yankee record, he will be number one story. If Aaron Judge does not hit a home run tomorrow or tonight, they will be number two story for us. Yeah, because the the football will be number one. Yes, regardless, I agree. Because if the Yankees lose, he doesn't hit a home run. So all right, whatever they've lost won seven in a row. Right, right. Or even doesn't if matter. they win, he doesn't hit a home run. Correct. We're just looking for home runs. I agree. All right. Fair enough, Jerry. Everybody, set your show sheets up at home accordingly. See ya. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It's Monday. Wake up, wake up, wake up. What is up? We've got the Eddie Scazzeri. He is a very happy, erect man right now as he is standing tall at the board, and you know why, because he's ready to hit those buttons. He's got the drops in his Dolphins. One and across from me, he's one handsome SOB, as we know. His name is Al Jose Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. As we sit here... In a home run drought for Mr. Aaron Judge. A little bit. A little bit. I blame Yankee fans. Every time the guy gets up, everyone's got their phones. Yeah, but you know. It's going to be all over the internet. I will tell you that. Well, it is cool to have. I I guess. Like when I went with Boomer to City Field for Yankees Mets about two months ago, a month ago, whenever it was, I did video, which I thought was cool. Not that everybody was doing it, but I videoed a Scherzer judge at bat. First of all, we were sitting ridiculously close. All right. And I just thought it would be cool to have. I got to be honest with you. It's kind of cool to have. That That having been said, I watched the K-Rod broadcast of the game last night because I was interested in, I love, I could listen to Bob Costas any day of the week. So I heard he was going to be on. I'm like, I got to watch this. And it was good. Not as good as last. It was good though. And I knew uh, Bonds was going to be on and they had Clemens sit in there too for like three innings, which I was not expecting. I found it intriguing. I like A-Rod too. And he kept saying, Judge is locked in right now because of how patient he is at the plate. So, yes, the fans, you can blame them for sure. 
He just ain't getting a good pitch to hit right now. And I thought he did hit it. I don't know. Did you see the fly ball to left? Yeah. I thought for sure. I was watching it live. I'm like, there it is. And it wasn't even to the warning track. I know. Like, and he knew it, too. Like, he realized he didn't get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I blame the Yankee fans for this. He's going to end up doing it on the road because there's no pressure on the road. He's going to do it in Toronto, not even America. Well, I think there's... What do you think of that? I think it's different. I mean, I still think he's thinking about it, even though he's going to tell you he's not. He's pressing, Jerry. Well, but he's not, though. That's oh. what that's what A-Rod kept telling you. Like, if he was pressing, he'd be swinging at bad pitches. Like, he had a walk last night in the third inning, I think it was, where he takes a gorgeous strike one. I don't know why. And then, you know, pitches just out of the zone. He's not swinging at them. So him and him and Clemens were impressed with how patient he still is. Like, that's just him. He hasn't changed. It was funny, too, like listening to who I was listening to Carton and Roberts one day last week. It was either Thursday or Friday. And, and Evan's like, you know, it's possible he hits 73. It's possible. Well, it was at that point. I thought that, too. We're lucky if he breaks the record. He's going to break the record. Stop. Mm. Come on. He's got, what, nine games left? Okay. He hasn't hit one in how long? Five games. Five. Well, what's his biggest drought? This is it, I think. No, he's gone more than five games before. I would have to see what his biggest drought was. If he's got a drought of 20 games, okay. My guess is he probably, on average, hits a home run every, well, let's say he's got 16. So it's like probably officially like every 12 at-bats. So he's due for one. And once he hits one, you know that they're going to, they come in bunches. They always do. Remember, I mean, how about Pujols? People started saying, you know what? He had that nice little run. He probably not gonna. He might not hit another one. Then he hits two in one night and gets the seven hundred. Right, and so. a fan caught it and is keeping it. How about that? Good for them. And that's what he said. Good for them. It's a souvenir for the fans. I did not know the Maris story that Case told last night. That when the guy hits Maris a sixty, when catches Maris's sixty first home run ball where he passes Ruth, that the guy went to give the ball back to Maris and Maris said, "No, you keep it and sell it." It's going to be worth more for you than it will be for me. And the guy made like uh, thousands of dollars and paid for his wedding. I thought that was kind of is cool right? from Roger Maris. Yeah, that is a that? good story. Matter of fact, Darren Judge should have given back the 60th home run ball to that kid. Yeah, here you go. Do something with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I also heard, I believe it was Evan say, clearly I'm locked into the Apparently you are. Evan said that Roger Maris hit, his, hit 62 home runs, but the game was called... And didn't count. Didn't count. But if it was happened today, they count your statistics. Is that true? I yeah. did not know that. That yeah. does not surprise me that Evan really did. the number sixty two. Oh, but it's not. It didn't count. Really, number seventy three. If not seventy three, then sixty. If not seventy three, then seventy one. Then sixty five. Like, well, the number is seventy three. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, like the it. number is seventy three. Yeah. So that's you know. what you should just tell Aaron Judge. Listen, the number seventy three. Relax. Just swing the I bat. think he, I really do think he is relaxed because he I didn't realize as well, and I knew he was from California. I didn't know what part. I didn't realize he was a Giants fan and a Bonds fan growing up. Uh oh. So to him the number and he has said this too. I mean he has said the number seventy three. So I I don't look at him. I don't look at a kid. He doesn't look like he remember A Rod used to clench his butt cheeks and you felt like he was sawing off the grip when he was in a slump. I don't see that with this guy at all. Which is why two home runs tonight. It's gonna ha- well. We know it's gonna happen in Canada because Canada is not America, and that's it's North America. That's true. It is North America. Yeah. Uh, Yankee game was uh, called after what six after innings? Six, yeah. Pouring rain. Pouring rain. Pouring rain. All right. So where are we? Yankees are in uh, Toronto won tonight. Seven straight games. But that's the funny thing. You don't even realize. No. Like they haven't lost any of these games. Well, even in watching, you know, Aaron Judge got another hit last night. He doubled. Right. He walked. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. So he's still and doing had things, fly Jay. out to he's but that's the thing like he's been productive he's still playing really well yeah uh team that's not productive Jerry the New York Jets let's talk football do no Mets look at you um not Mets yeah because number one awful. story is Aaron Judge not hitting home runs number two is NFL the Jet game was pretty awful yeah it was boring it's yeah There's, it was terrible terrible first of all here's how well first of all the the thing I well, I feel like I repeat here all the time they go down and kick field goals. That never wins games. You saw it with the Buccaneers. Very different. The Bucks did it too. The only time games. I don't mind a field goal is to get your first points on the board rather than come away empty. Get that zero off the All board. All right. Fair I enough. never have an issue if your first points are a field goal. I get that. After that, let's go. Then the if I was doing Jets turning point, which we don't do. The roughing the passer. Correct. Yeah, I agree. Couldn't first, agree with you more. first quarter, right? First or second uh, it was quarter? The first quarter, yeah, it was because it was right. It was before the Boyd touchdown. Yeah, 
It was a third down play. The Jet defense got off the field. They looked great, and then the drive continues. Right, the roughing the passer on, on third and long. They stopped him, but roughing the passer yeah. as it should have been. You don't. Not only I think they would have let him go if he just pushed him, but he pushed Burrow and then fell on him. Fell on top know, of him, I full know. body weight. I, it's and I then know. the then the Bengals go down and score. Game over. Yeah, that's how it Game felt. Over. That's a completely how it felt. Yep. And the Jets too many times. I mean, you can't. A team like that, if you can't put a couple of touchdowns on the board, don't even play. I mean, honestly. Yep. I mean, what a waste of time. And the game is, I'm sorry, the game's boring. They are boring. Yeah. I did I did not care for the, I know you can tell me Chiefs, Colts, whatever, eh, one o'clock games. No, I agree. I was bored. The, I, I, same. Week two, I thought, wow, the like watching the red zone, it, there was a lot going on. It was cool. Yesterday, I felt the same way. The, the, the 1 p.m. games, except for Bills Dolphins, that was good. Seemed somewhat not interesting. Like the red zone kept going to Bears Texans. Like, oh, dude, nobody who cares wants about to this see game. That? Oh, the people in Chicago don't want yeah, to see it. Get off it. I agree. That just bull. Yeah, it was weird. Like they just kept going to it. Yeah, maybe they think you got something for Justin Fields. I don't know. I don't know. It was terrible. But anyway, the Jets now find themselves one and two. Now here's the thing, though. In fairness to the Jets. They're one and two. You're going to Pittsburgh, and the Steelers are not good. If they're two and two after four, they've done their job. Like we yes. talked about this, nobody expected them to beat the Bengals. Correct. So it's not like they lost. Not like they lost to the Texans yesterday and kicked four field goals and didn't do anything. It is the Bengals who were in the Super Bowl last year and are expected to be competing for that again. The problem is they just they didn't look good doing it. Is that fair? Yes, that's fair. They did not look good doing no. it, Jerry. And do you have an issue with Quinn and Williams screaming at the coach? No, or do I you love like it. that? Hey, I, I don't like mind that. that. I don't mind that either. It shows you're ticked I, off. I completely agree. You know, the, especially when you had a week where Justin Fields is saying that the players care more than the uh, the uh, than the fans, which we know isn't really true. But it's good to it's good to see the players locked in like that and see how much it does mean to them. Well, it's funny. You have the Quinn and Williams uh, yelling at the Jets coach. Well, I don't even know who that was. Just some it was other... the defensive line coach. All right. So he's... Uh, I think his name is White Cotton. White Cotton, right. I think that was That's 100%. Name. You're right. Screw the Jets assistant, Aaron White Cotton. Yes, because the uh, offensive line coach, Black Smoke, wasn't around. <laughs> just, what a weird name. White Cotton. White Cotton. <laughs> so you get that. That was a very heated exchange. Yeah. Then all I kept seeing was... Uh, Patrick Mahomes screaming this was at nothing. Screaming at uh, oh, Eric Bieniemy. No, it wasn't. He he was questioning him. Yes, that's about all it was. There was no screaming. There was no, no disrespect. It lasted three seconds. And it wasn't was yelling. Quinton Williams was yelling. Yes, Patrick Mahomes was not yelling. Not yelling. Yeah, I agree. He was like, "Why didn't we go for it? Uh, for uh, yeah. whatever it was." And that headline was everywhere. I'd probably, and the enemy probably said because our liquored up kicker won't miss field goals, which he did. Our idiot kicker. <laughs> I I actually thought this. So the kicker for the Chiefs, who's filling in for uh, Butker, is suck up. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Hey, suck up! You're in for Butker. Do you for real? You can get on that plane. I I no joke. I said to my son. I said if I was that guy. And I missed these kicks, and now we lost this game because I Let's be honest. You lost because the kicker sucked. I Hey, coach, I'll Uber back. I'm good. <laughs> Just mail me my stuff. You know he's getting cut today. Or, or I go on the, the plane and be like, you guys got Patrick Mahomes. You're counting on me to kick field goals? That's a bad way to go. You might get thrown <laughs> off the plane at 40,000 feet. No parachute. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, really, just... Kicking is so weird. It is very you bizarre. You got guys routinely hitting from 55. Justin Tucker made a 56-yard field goal yesterday that looked like he could have made 100 out of 100 times. And then you got guys that are shanking extra points and short field goals. It really is fascinating. Yes. Now, the Jets do get Zach Wilson back this week, supposedly. We'll see if he plays. He's supposed to play. We'll see. He they didn't made it. Solid didn't commit to that. What did he commit he to? He basically said, we'll see how he's doing. You know, do I think he's going to play? Yes. Did he say Zach's starting next Sunday? No, he didn't. That's fair. But he definitely said that they expect him back on the field. And, yeah, I mean, I would expect him to start. I'm not saying he won't. I'm just saying he didn't He didn't say after the game, hey, Joe, thanks, Zach Wilson's up. What's also funny is, like, the, the perception that Zach Wilson's going to come in and be 
this magical. I still don't even know if he can play in this league. Right, we don't I know. Couldn't agree more. And now you're now you're bringing him back week four, maybe. Most he, likely, yeah. And he hasn't played or practiced in weeks. I mean, well, no, he's practiced. <laughs> he's been on the practice field last week. He was. There was yeah, a lot of I, video of him practicing. But yeah. you're right. It's been real game action. Game action. How much? Right. And now much. you're going to go to Pittsburgh. They now, still got a good defense, Steelers. Not great. Oh. With TJ Watt out, they're oh, different. Right. And we know that they can't score with Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback. And I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if they're going to. Mike Tomlin said we played the clips Friday morning. He said he wasn't even thinking about a quarterback change. That's good news for the Jets because Trubisky stinks. Uh, Pickett was really good in the preseason. But it looks like they're going to let the kid continue to watch. That having been said, you know, you go there and you got to find. You have to find a way. Even if it's 11-10 like that horrific Sunday night game was last night. Just find a way to win Sunday. Won't be easy. It's on the road. I get it, but at formerly Heinz Field. Hmm. But go out and win that game Sunday. Just win. Flacco's strange, though, because the guy that we saw last week where they won in Cleveland and you saw him all fired up in the locker room, he's just so boring to watch on the field. Like, can you bring some of that pizzazz onto the field? I don't know. It would give you a much different, for me, it would give me a different feel about watching the game. And he had another game where he threw over 50 passes. 28 of 52. 28 of 52. Two interceptions, two fumbles. Yeah. That's not good. Can't turn the ball over. Cannot turn the ball over. Not in this league. That was the thing with the Bucs. That that Bucs-Packers game, I don't know how much of that you watched. I watched all of it. That was completely on the wide. I know people are talking about the two-point conversion. Nonsense. If the wide receiver stopped fumbling the damn football as they're driving, the Bucs win that game. Man, Tom Brady's got to be rethinking that whole retirement thing. I'd be like, I'm not out of here. Not yet, though. They are 2-1. and You know what? They're 2-1. and They're all right. And I placed a bet on Cole Beasley scoring a touchdown. I almost did, and I'm glad I didn't. Man, that did not work out for me. (laughs) I I placed two bets yesterday. Okay. Cole Beasley would score a touchdown. What odds you get on that? Plus what? 650. That's pretty good. What'd you bet? Five dollars? Twenty dollars. Oh, look at you. I would have made 150. Wow. The second bet I placed, which seemed like a no-brainer. Chiefs over the Colts with you yeah. know points involved. So they said the um the the what do you call it? The sports books made out like that made a killing yesterday because so many people had um the Chiefs were the one that seemed like the lock was it the I don't think it was the Bills. There was one other one, I forget, but that one for sure just killed this is where the league's stupid. How in the hell did the Colts win that game after looking know. just horrendous for the first two weeks? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that game. And I know the kicker missed a call. I get it. But, I mean, come on. Now, you can't figure this stuff out. No. You really can't. That's the problem. That's the problem with betting, Jerry. Yeah, I do agree with that. But there are some things that don't make sense. That was one to All me. Right, that's definitely one. That was one to me. Makes no sense whatsoever. All right, quick break. Five sixteen. We have just scratched the surface. Still got to get to the Cowboys and Giants. Still got to get to the Mets and all the rest of the football as well. It's Alan Jerry Monday morning with Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. Twenty-five after five. What's up? It's Monday. It's Alan Jerry till the top of the hour. Uh, lots to get to today, as you can imagine, because we're heading down the stretch of the baseball season. You've got the NFL Week Three, Cowboys Giants tonight. Very busy morning. One of the games that lived up to cool games was uh, Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. You even got the butt punt. You got a butt punt, which uh, was one of the funniest things I've ever. I actually thought live. I thought he kicked it backwards. That's what the announcers thought, too. They thought he just kicked it straight up in the air. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Not realizing that the punter in his own end zone for the Dolphins punted the ball right into the ass, the <laughs> the ass of his protector. Of <laughs> and then the ball just went straight up in the air. The one thing I see, but they deserve that. Now, they won the game and good for them. Why in the world, with the Bills out of timeouts, that they tried to throw a three-yard pass as opposed to just quarterback sneak it for a, a yard or two. Let the clock run. I don't know what yeah, they were stupid. doing. They really got away with one because after I, I literally said to my son, I'm like, watch this. Now, I didn't think it was going to happen, but I said block punt. I didn't think he was going to punt it into the guy's rear end. 
I said, watch him block the punt, safety, field goal, Bills will win this game. This will be a devastating loss. And it was close. It was close. But they hung in there. They're now 3-0. and The heck of a win. Really yeah. was a heck of a win. Now, they say that it was, like, very hot on the field. You had yeah. a very woozy tour. Yeah. Who people thought it was concussion well, protocol, but they cleared him. What's weird about that was when he comes off the field like he did, I'm like, all right, he's done. I mean, you, there's no way he's coming back. And then he comes back and plays. Now, I know McDaniel called it a back injury afterwards. Yes. I've had a lot of back injuries. I've never looked woozy like that. Like, his legs buckled. But maybe it was. I don't know. The NFL's investigating it. Who's there a backup quarterback that came in? Do you know Eddie? Bridgewater. Oh, Oh, that's right. right. Teddy Bridgewater. That's right. Teddy Bridgewater. Yep. I'm a. I thought uh, Tua had no shot at being a good NFL quarterback. So far, after, so good after that first year or whatever the, the beginning. But I, I'm I'm interested. In so them. far, so good. I like watching them. Yeah, they're winning. That's why you like watching them. And I guarantee you, everybody, that he will be on. They will be on the list of Al's fraudulent five tomorrow. Who knows? Jay? No, no, I know. You don't know. Yet. I do I know. Put the list together. I do know because here's why: they're three and zero. How many three and zero teams are there? I don't know. I can tell you, they're one of them. No, oh, yes, they're one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bucks the have been ones. knocked from the ranks of the unbeaten. Right. Who the left? Giants could be three and zero after oh, tonight. Right. They won't. Giants are going to be three and zero. Why? I don't know. Just, I think they have every they have like every the Bengals, opportunity to. Just like the Bengals weren't going zero and three, the, the Giants aren't going to be three and zero. They might be, and if they do, if they do win tonight, they'll be four and zero. They're not losing to the crappy oh, Bears next week. Oh, they're 3-0 now. Oh, I see. Yeah, no, they're not losing to the Bears. No, they, they better well, anything's not. possible, Jerry. Anything's possible. Let's see. So you've got the Dolphins are 3-0. Mm-hmm. The Eagles, who I think might be the best team in football. Yeah. They're 3-0. How about the Jalen Hurts? That's like, it. I feel like Jalen Hurts came out of nowhere. Um, No, I mean, he took the job over last year. No, but was he, like, really good last year? Um, I don't remember him being, like, really he good. He was... Was it really surprising? Yeah, like was I would was say he, good, he was, was he really good. <laughs> I would say there was a lot to like, and there was a lot not not to like. You could tell he could extend plays. You could say he was. You could see he was incredibly athletic. You could see he's got a good arm, but he wasn't making all the throws. But it was also he was a kid. This year he's doing everything, and he's got Devontae Smith, who looks like one hell of a player. That game was twenty four to eight yesterday. And legitimately, it felt like it was 56 nothing. Yeah, it was a total Washington blowout. Washington had field. no chance. Yeah, they stink. So Philadelphia's role, I mean, it's only, it's only three games, but they, they look like one of the best teams in football right now. And I the, thought Spike had a great tweet, too. What did he say? He goes, you look at the last couple of uh, Eagles hires, people said, who's this doofus? <laughs> and Peterson wins the Super Bowl. Then this dork looks like he's got the best team in football now, and Sirianni, who had that Sirianni. bizarre press conferences. And he wore, like, a, a Eagles jersey to the game yesterday. That's what he showed up in. Good for him. Which one? I didn't see. Was it Randall number, Cunningham? He had a number 82, which I, I don't know. Who was that? Mike Quick, maybe? Might be, yeah. Could maybe be. Mike Quick. I don't my, know if he's got a number 82 on his team now that he was supporting. I don't know. If my uh, 1980s uh, football is is correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, one of the videos that uh, was all over the internet yesterday was uh, Bills coordinator Ken Dorsey. Yeah. Uh, when the Bills uh, did not... Oh, win that game. The coordinator cam. The coordinator cam just sm- kept smashing, slamming down his notebooks and pounding things. And So I have been, as you know, I have been in press boxes with the coordinators literally right next to us, just separated by a thin wall. My guess would be, and I, don't, I didn't see quotes and I don't know, I didn't see a story. I don't know if they spoke to Ken Dorsey or not. My guess would be he, they told Josh Allen and his headset, Whatever you do, make sure your guys know to go down or get out of bounds quickly. You, there's just not going to be enough time to extend the play. And my guess is as that guy doesn't go down, when it was clear he wasn't going to get out of bounds, and they were about a, they probably needed another second, second and a half, my guess is he probably just told them to avoid exactly what just <laughs> happened. But I don't, I don't know that. That's just from watching it, what I thought. I know Ken Dorsey did meet the media after. Oh, he did? Yeah, he was up on the podium. Let's see. And I saw him actually. Now, I only saw a clip of this, so it's not fair to say he was laughing about the incident. Right. I think he was, because they lost, I think he was laughing about what that looked like on camera. A little great. 
Yeah, I thought it looked great, too. I liked Quentin Williams shouting at the Jets coach. I love this guy smashing things. Ken Pretty Dorsey. Funny. Now, this is the same Ken Dorsey that was a quarterback at uh, University of Miami. Gotta I believe him, so. Right? Yeah, I believe so. Did that guy ever play in the NFL? Uh, he was an NFL quarterback, but like a backup. Oh, oh yeah, you, you were saying San Francisco. Boy, I don't see any. I, I, I believe you that he spoke. I do Believe not you s- me, Jerry. No, 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 I believe I do not see any quotes from him, though. Yeah. I just saw him laughing at his uh, his craziness. I saw it on, uh, you know, that NFL Network. I've heard the, of NFL Network. Yeah, yeah. Well, when when the games when all the games go final, they bring on Chris Rose, who I love. Chris Rose doing NFL highlights. Chris Rose is very good at everything. Oh he man, does. he's so good. Yep. And it was during that. Okay. During those highlights, I love those highlights. Ex- I would love to. Very uh, extensive. I don't know how he is with baseball because I only care about the Mets. Right. And the Yankees home run chase. Well, he was he used to do uh, intentional talk on uh, MLB Network, and they didn't renew him. And that was a show that I watched every day, not every day, a lot. I ever, I don't think I've watched it since. He's very clever with the uh, doing the NFL highlights. Hilarious! I, oh, I sure find them hilarious. Jerry. And he write, I'm sure he writes them. Yeah, he's very good. So, understood. so shout out to him, Jerry. Yeah. Now. Uh, yesterday, how about Trevor Lawrence throwing three touchdowns? What happened? That was the other game. Yeah. What the hell was that? 38-10, the Jaguars beat In Los the Angeles? Yeah. I thought Justin Herbert is God. Well, he's got much like... No, but you, I don't want to hear about the injury when they're sitting there, you know, throwing bouquets at him for throwing the ball on the run 65 yards saying, where's the injury? This guy doesn't look like he's injured. Then you can't say after they lost, well, you know he's injured. What's well, which the, one is it? What's the biblical story about the rib? Somebody made somebody out of the rib. Uh, I think God make a human out of a rib or something? Yeah. God made Eddie? a human out of a rib. Didn't God they? took one of Adam's ribs and made Eve. I see. Because you were saying how everyone thinks uh, Justin Herbert is God. He does have a rib injury. And that's why men like ribs. I see. If he could have just taken the rib, Jerry. He He was fine. He did wear that flak jacket. I don't want to hear it. You're right. Your man Tony Romo wore a flak jacket every week. His ribs were hurting. Yes. Dan Pastorini wore a flak jacket. Right. Dan Pastorini. Last time I checked, these guys are banged up every week. Yeah. So I don't want to hear about it. If he was good enough, what are the, what does the MVP always say? If you're good enough to play, no excuses. No excuses. So it's enough. You sucked. Get out. Yeah, you got Fake blown team. out. They should be off your list tomorrow. I don't. And see if they're them. not, we're not doing the segment anymore. I don't see them be. How could you? How could a, a team get blown out by the Jaguars be on my list? I, well, I agree. But good for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I was happy for him too. Good for him, absolutely. And Doug Peterson. Yeah. All of a oh, sudden, yeah. I think the Jaguars are two and one now. Is that right? I think so. I'm going to check my yes, standings. I'm going to check right. my standings later, Jerry. Yes. Now, I did uh they kept going on red zone Ravens Patriots too, which did not The Patriots suck. You do Mac suck. Mac Jones Patriots. stinks and I know he's hurt now and I feel bad for him Yeah. he looked like he was crying actually coming off the wow. field. Did you see him hop off the field? I did see him hop off the field. I don't know. I know he didn't break anything, but I guess the the fear is ligaments and all sorts of damage. Oh yes. So his season very well might be over. I have no idea who their backup quarterback Brian is. Brian Hoyer. Hoyer. It yeah, is. Great. I mean, they stink. And that's another one. I mean, stop turning the ball over. My God. And how visually unappealing that game. Oh, visually oh, unappealing. Like a better game than, than Rams-Cardinals, but Rams-Cardinals looked nice. I had visually no interest in the Rams and Cardinals. Yeah, I didn't either. None. I didn't either. But Absolutely none. The Rams, I, they makes no sense because they score a lot of points. They bore me. And Kyler Murray's just run all over the he place. He stinks too. Which I kind of like. Yeah, but he's yeah, he's another overrated, yeah. overpaid nothing. By the t- by the time yesterday that it got to the four o'clock games, I looked over my uh my program, Sherry, and I said, yeah. I'm really only interested at this point in Bucks Packers. I agree. So I'm gonna put that on. That's what I did. Instead of Red Zone. I do watch little Mets too in between. But then that game was just like it was boring. Uh, it wasn't great. It was, but again, it was the turnovers. Yeah, a lot of that was the turnover. You know, the Packers go up and down the field early. You're thinking, "My God, this is going to be a shootout." Fourteen, twelve. I mean, my God, not what we expected. No, not if I asked you right now, because I find this fun. All right, we're three games in, three weeks in. Not everybody's played three. Cowboys and Giants haven't. If I asked you right now for records, yes, the Colts are one and two. One, no, one, one, and one. one, one. That's Damn right. It, sh- that was a trick question, Jerry. You got me right off the bat. The Broncos. One and two. Two and one. Isn't that, isn't that something, though? Yeah. 
Like, they look horrendous. Yeah, right. They've won two games. That... They scored 11 points last <laughs> night and won. Right, that is fascinating to me. All right, if I gave you the commanders. 0-3. 1-2. I would have said 0-3 as well. How about this team, the Vikings? 1-2. 2-1. Really, really killing it. And I only say that. Now, remember, they beat the Packers week one. Right. But then they were lousy last week. And from and the Lions. Yeah. I mean, can the Lions lose in any worse, terrible fashion than they do? They're up by 10 going into the fourth quarter yesterday, and they give up 14. Oh, my God. I enjoyed Dan Campbell after that. I don't know if you saw that I did yet. not yet, no. He looked like he was going to cry because, you know, like, people never want to say they have regrets. Sure. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know why people say I did. Like, It'd be like, uh, you've spent 40 years in jail for murder. Do you regret murder? No, because uh, my 40 years in jail, I grew as a person. No, you regret murdering. Oh, right. No one wants to spend any spend a minute in jail. Right, but they go, no, I don't regret. Well, that's, you know, that's, he, that's society telling you that everything happens for a reason, which is the biggest load of crap that's out there. He looked like he was going to cry, Dan yeah, Campbell. because it he means goes, everything goes, to him. I so regret that call. Which one? The, uh, g- uh, going for the field goal, I think. Yeah, I just know he regretted a call, and he was so upset with himself, like he just couldn't get past his fault in it. And it didn't look like one of these. Well, oh, the offense starts with me, and if the it was like legitimately upset at a decision he made that he felt cost his team. I know, as head I coach. I feel I actually feel bad for the guy because you can tell that it means everything yeah. to him. And I think what you're talking about was was like a 60 yard field goal. Hold on, because I, I remember this vaguely. Yeah, because he said oh, I should have. I regret were... not keeping my offense on the field. Yeah, this is this was it. Yeah, it was. Yep, fourth and four, and they yes. from the Minnesota 36, and he tries a 54 yard field goal. And here's why I agree with him: even if you make it, you're up six, and a touchdown still beats you. So I'm with him. I go for it. Yeah, especially since. He's a guy who, during most of the games, is going for it on fourth down. Yes. Well, and the other thing, too, is, and even if you, I mean, listen, I guess if you kick the field goal, great, you, you, you go up six, fine. If you don't get it, the mentality of the other team changes. Because all of a sudden, you've always got that three in the back of your mind where we can get it, we get the game even go to overtime. As opposed to, we got to score, we got to score. Right. You know, I, now, they wound up scoring anyway, down three, but I'm just, I just I think the mentality does change a little bit, but whatever. A loss is a loss, and they are one and two. Not good. All right, we'll take a quick break. We're running late. Sorry, five thirty-eight. It's Alan Jerry. We've got Boomer and Geo. They will run through the NFL and Aaron Judge and the Yankees and all that and more. Six o'clock, right here on the fan. Never a doubt. This is what we say behind the scenes. Quarter to six. It's Monday. Get your hands up, go to work. I don't, does anybody go to work anymore? I can no. tell you, if we're looking at Friday, it doesn't seem like Nobody it. works, Sherry. Or at least they work from home still. We all work from home these days if we do anything. I have a friend of mine who worked in the city for years and years and years. And his company finally started asking people back. He compiled a list online, because no one has newspapers anymore, of actual subway articles. And for him, he used to take the train in and then take the subway to his job. He then... Put together a collage and said, I've been working from home for two years. It has gone wonderfully. I am not taking the subway any longer. So I'll be more than happy to come in as long as the company provides me an Uber from the train station. Nice. They told him, you know what? As long as you come in for your monthly meeting, one day a month, stay home. This collage of uh, Subway Crime, did he just show them the 1010 wins Twitter feed? (laughs) That's all you could do, but he fought the law and he won. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. That is pretty good. Yep. By the way, uh, another thing that I saw this morning, uh, audio-wise, was uh, Aaron Rodgers after the game and still on the field. Don't think I have that either. (laughs) This is after the game, still on the field, Jerry. Yeah. He made reference to, uh, this was about uh, how the Packer defense stopped the Bucs two-point conversion to win the game. He referenced seeing something on the Jumbotron and then relaying it to the Packers defense to help them stop that. that That's the, great. That the Bucks showed something on the one of the replays on mm-hmm. the Jumbotron that he noticed. Maybe they picked up a formation or something. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. They I thought the Bucks did something that was very bizarre. 
and even they said it on on the on the broadcast too. They with no timeouts left, and I guess it was second and wherever it was, and they were on like the four yard line or something. They showed this, you know heavy lineman package as if they were going to overload and Brady goes under center like, we're going to run it. Everybody and their brother knew it was going to be a fake to handoff and the tight end's going to run. And they had it double covered and he just threw it away. Like, what a waste of a play. I don't know. It was so, it was so obvious they weren't going to run it. Yeah. Because if you don't get it, the game's over. Right. And then, then he what? scored. And that, tell you, that, that catch, the, I know they lost the game, but that touchdown catch. Oof. Which one? The one that made it 14-12. Oh, Yes. I mean, Brady throws a dart over the kids as he's running right over his left shoulder, and he turns. Oh, my God. What a catch. This Brady's uh, 45 girl problems is really ruining, I thought he looked great. I disagree. I dis- he looked good. thought he good. looked great. He threw one touchdown barely They fumbled the, the ball three times. Wasn't his fault. I can tell you that. And also, he's getting his ass kicked out there. Offensive line is not very good, which we knew. We knew that going into the season. But you see it. Like, if he doesn't get rid of the ball quick, oof, I hope he doesn't get hurt. Yeah, if there's any hesitation on his point, he's getting Yeah, because he can't run. So he, he just goes down. Smacked. Yeah. Jerry, I see uh, Don Mattingly will be available. You're doing Don Mattingly? Yeah. Not coming back before the Mets? Correct. Who cares? Well, because here's why I care. I know the listeners to this radio station. If Aaron Boone don't win a World Series... They're going to want yeah, Don don't, Mattingly. No, you don't. No, you yes, don't. Yes, they no, do. You, I'm no, saying the don't. fans no, do. No, you don't. You don't want to do that. I, I couldn't disagree with you more. It's the last thing you want to Donnie do. Donnie Baseball, Jerry. Because for one, he has not been a great manager in Miami. Matter of fact, well, they had, think he's terrible down well, there. Well, he has bad. Uh, it's like saying uh, Tom Brady didn't have a bad day. You, you blame they, the they, offensive line. He's got bad players. Uh, yes, but when he had good players, they will tell you that he was a bad manager. Number two, the last thing you want to do is bring in a revered player that is going to be hired to be fired. You don't you don't want to do that. Now, if Don Mattingly wants to go manage anywhere else, good for him. You don't bring him back to the Yankees. You can't. It's like there was like there were these rumblings last week. Oh, maybe Derek Jeter will be the next GM of the Yankees. No, 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 no. Do not do that because unless you win, ugh, you're tarnishing what you were. Don't do that. I want Donnie baseball coming home, Jerry. Uh, good for you. <laughs> good for you. I that's that can't happen. No. By the way, you wanted you mentioned the Mets. So the fact that the Mets lost to the A's on Saturday, with not great. Jacob Degrom on he the mound. Te- he had a he had one of those rare. They score for him in the first inning, which never happens, and he gives it right back. And worse, they were losing after the first inning. Do you like or dislike that there's so much room in Oakland for foul balls to be I hate caught? It. I think it's a different game. Yeah, totally different. I game. do not like it. It's a when you look at stadiums like Wrigley or Fenway, where there's very little foul ground, and then places like oh, and I know that's kind of going. The San Francisco Candlestick used to be like that too. I know those stadiums are going by the wayside. Yeah, but when you look at a game in Oakland where there's 50 yards of foul territory. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And I think, like, so the A's players are there, obviously, 81 games a year. They're used to it. But yeah, but still, how many uh, times are they fouling out where they're not getting another you're right. opportunity? You're right. It and hurts their average. Their batting average, yeah. You're, you're right about that. I, I agree. feel for them. By the way, Sal was there, which I knew. He went there on a trip with the guys, um, and he went to the game yesterday. So I'm like, you know, you know, where are your seats? So he goes... Um, much nicer than the place, than the reputation it has. And it's not a dump like we all assume. Okay. I was like, really? That was surprising to me. But even if you get tickets right down the first baseline, you're, still, was. you're still 100 yards from the first baseman. That is true. He was right by the bullpen. All right. So he was more down the left field line than he was right off third base. But, yeah, so he actually liked it. How about that? And did you see Keith Hernandez is going to miss the— What happened to him? He's going to miss the rest of the regular season as a broadcaster. Yeah, what happened? After a complete tear of a tendon in his shoulder after he tripped and fell on a curb in New York City. Oh, that's—boy, that stinks. And I think even for the postseason— Well, the postseason— Well, they don't do games. They don't do games, yet. No. No, but what they usually do is they would have them do, like, pregame, postgame stuff— Outside the stadium or wherever. I guess he would be available for that. He's I hope gonna, so. He's going to try, and he also is going to try to come back for at least an inning for the last game of the year. Just zoom oh, him in. Right. Yeah, zoom Everybody him else in. seems to do it. 
I mean, the, the, the K-Rod thing, they zoomed in Barry Bonds last night Let's just and Bob Costas. Let's just zoom him in. How did Bob Costas treat Barry Bonds? Uh, well, Bonds came on at, oh, after. way after. Bob, Bob Costas did the first couple of innings. Then Clemens came in studio with them and sat there for the rest of it, I think. And then, um, and then Bonds came in in the... I think it was the top of the fifth, I think. I don't remember. I stayed up because I wanted to see how they were going to handle the home run thing, the steroid thing, and the part I watched that never came up. He was having a, a steroid shake when they went to him. Bonds, he was just <laughs> sucking down the roids <laughs> in a blunder. Well, he's not playing anymore. <laughs> Quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo on this Monday. We're out now on Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence about the Miami Dolphins. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Uh, welcome back. Bengals beat the Jets on Sunday. Giants, Cowboys tonight. Yankees beat the Red Sox in 6-2-0. Aaron Judge did not hit a home run. They're in Toronto tonight, and the Mets beat up the A's 13-4. What else? I see a no Kadarius Tony tonight. Well, it Is says that a given? No, well, it says he's doubtful. doubtful. Does that normally mean you're out or no? I would say 9 out of 10 times it means you probably don't play, but it does not. it's not a lock. And then Micah Parsons is questionable. He's playing. So questionable means you're no, playing? No, he's not questionable. He's playing. He's playing. He said he's playing. Oh, he did. Yes. Is that Micah right? Micah Parsons is not sitting out because he's sore. I saw a headline, Jerry, that said he's questionable. He's playing. Fair enough. Yes. Did you see that dude on the Lions? He scored a touchdown. I'm happy uh, you didn't call him Mika today, though. Yeah, I thought about That's it. That's progress right there. <laughs> Thank you. I'm learning, Jerry. <laughs> We're in week three. I know. Right. That's right. Jamal what about the Williams? Lions? Yes. He yeah. uh, scored a touchdown, and then he uh, did uh, hip thrusting. <laughs> do they give <laughs> rules for what celebrations you can do and what you can't do? Because some of them are ridiculous, and it's fine. And that was that well, was a flag. Well, supposedly, uh, and I don't know if this was somebody joking, but supposedly two hip thrusts. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.